0: So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay? Well, listen here.
1: Hello, and welcome to Love After Lockup, haha Ha M'kay. I'm Miss H, and today Mr. O and I will be discussing Season 5, Episode 2 of Life After Lockup. On this episode, Brittany visits Spray's family. The other Brittany meets with a retired cop to discuss possible embezzlement. John and Christiana have a Bonnie and Clyde photo shoot. Amber tries to find a runaway puppy, and Sean finally gets to meet his new inmate girlfriend, Sarah. Please support us and give us a rating or send us constructive feedback. And if you watch 90 Day Fiancé, check out our other podcast channel, 90 Day MK, Teachable Moments with Miss H and Mr. O. Thanks and enjoy.
0: Good. Hello, Miss H. Hello, Mr. O. How are you doing this week?
1: Uh, good. It's a three-day weekend. No labor for us and potentially others.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and over here it's a four-day weekend because they give um, most of our students, at least, off for um, the Jewish holiday Rosh Hashanah. So. You
1: oh know, man. Yeah. yeah. I wish I had that going on. Yeah,
0: but then we go till June 23rd. So. Oh, <laughs> that's why. Yeah. That's why.
1: Yeah. Man, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but speaking of labor, let's talk about Brittany and Ray. So Brittany and Ray are visiting Ray's family. Ray makes a big announcement that he has a job as a warehouse worker for $15 an hour, and his family is thrilled for him. Ray is feeling the love with Brittany, and he feels lucky that he has a woman to provide everything and actually chose him, and he hopes to be able to pay it back. The family discusses Ray's restitution, and Uncle Vernon believes that if Brittany and Ray get married, that Brittany should be making restitution payments. And the whole family kind of jumps on the bandwagon, saying that Ray and the restitution is a package deal. Brittany doesn't think that's fair because she works two jobs and she doesn't want to pay for someone else's mistakes. Britney then brings up the fact that Ray hasn't met her mom because her parents feel suspicious of Ray's intentions and he might be dragging her down, uh, especially since Britney sent Ray money while in prison. Ray's stepmother starts arguing with Britney even though Britney's just trying to explain her mom's side. All right. So, uh do you agree with Ray's family should Britney also take on restitution payments?
0: Uh I mean, yes and no because I mean, officially, it probably should just come from Ray, but unofficially, like it's just moving money around from the same pot, right? right. They're, they're both they're that's both how putting I money thought. and any any money he pays the restitution, he can't, she's going to have to pay for something else, so she's indirectly paying yeah. for the restitution, no matter what.
1: Yeah, that's how I kind of saw it too. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe in a way, like where they're not garnishing her uh, paychecks or anything like that, but. I mean, the whole point of, well, I shouldn't say the whole point of marriage, but a big part of marriage is combining finances. And so right. if you're combining finances, you know, it's like, yeah, you're right. Taking money out of the pot still means that Brittany's kind of indirectly paying for it as well.
0: That's what I'm saying. Cause I'm sure she's going to be, he's going to be like, I can't, you know, pay as much for the mortgage this month because I have these restitution payments. And so she picks up the slack and now she's indirectly paying restitution. So, Yeah, I don't I don't quite get the distinction everybody was going for. But that was even when I was married, I didn't have a we just had a one pot thing. Like all of our money just went into one pot. And it was just like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the bills get paid out of that pot. But I know other people do. Well, I'll pay the mortgage and you pay this and this and this bill and like this. And it just seems like, I don't know, overly complicated to reach the same end.
1: Yeah, I think some people don't think it's fair, though, like if you're putting all the money in the same pot and let's say someone has a huge difference, um, they make way more, like maybe even say like let's double. Mm -hmm. And so now they're paying two times the amount for shared expenses. And so I know sometimes that doesn't seem fair to some people because they kind of think, well, I'm working hard for my money. Shouldn't I be able to buy myself some things you know because i'm making more and i don't know if that's necessarily the right attitude to have like you know yeah it's
0: definitely not the attitude i have it's like it's i always just i always just thought of it as this is our money like my money is our money your money is our money it's our money now i i i have do know people who also kind of set aside these like they kind of build into the budget like you know uh like superfluous funds, where each person has like their own lit their own little pot. It's like whatever you want you want to buy video games, you want to buy concert tickets, whatever. This is that's the that's mm. you can do whatever with with this share pot. You don't have to worry about me at all. If you want to save it up and buy something big later, whatever. Like, but you know that they, they kind of take it from the big pot and like their I was little fun say, pots. Oh,
1: you're assuming that people actually do budget. <laughs> <laughs> that's assuming that's a lot. I don't think the average. I don't think the average household is actually doing like a budget, like a line item budget. Oh, I think man.
0: they they didn't. That's because they didn't. That's because they didn't grow up with my mom.
1: Oh, gosh, I know, right? Um, I think like households in general know about how much is like, you know, fixed expenses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they know that they have enough to cover their fixed expenses. But I don't know if people really, you know, like, other than making sure that they have enough money to pay the bills, really have like kind of this... Line item budget stuff, at least in my experience and like talking with people. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not one of them, too. I know how to budget. Absolutely. In fact, I kind of manage uh, budgets uh, regionally for an organization I'm a part of. But, you know, but it's like I, right. I don't think it's something that the average household does. I, I mean, I think it's something you that know. you do.
0: It's something that's weirdly <laughs> not like you think it would. I think poor people do it a lot more than richer people right? Because poor people have because to Because they have to,
1: right? Because they have yeah, to. Yeah, they have to make sure they have enough, yeah. And so
0: when you grow up in a in a poor family and a poor thing, that just gets kind of what you naturally do. I mean, that's why my mom did it. You know, my mom started off mm-hmm. when she moved out of her house was like, had nothing. It was like, well, I had to budget. And then she just didn't, it's a habit that she just doesn't give up. She's like, I got to know exactly how much I'm spending on groceries every month.
1: <laughs> I mean, but, but the reason why I assume that the average household doesn't do things like that sure. is if you think about You know, credit card debt in America. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it seems pretty evident (laughs) that people are not budgeting.
0: That's true. That is true. I mean, because I think yeah, the average I think the average household has credit card debt, like which is yes, right. So okay, so what about what about the other Ray stuff? Like this family is very very touchy about people Mm -hmm. like I don't having any kind of judgment at all, and I don't think I quite understand it. Right.
1: You know, I think they just seemed pro-Ray to me.
0: Yes. Right? As as they should be.
1: Yes, because that's his family. But Mm -hmm. it was almost like it didn't matter that Brittany was also defending Ray because Brittany was explaining her mom's side. You know, it was like they were jumping on Brittany – yeah. And it was like, well, Brittany is actually on your side and Ray's side. Like, she's just trying to explain to you. But the stepmom was like, not having it. She was like, being very like combative with Brittany when it's like, well, it's not Brittany's thing. I would go,
0: like, I mean, it just, I, I don't know that I would be, obviously, if Ray was my stepson or whatever, I'd be like, oh, no, I think he's he's a good person. He's a good man. He made a mistake. He, you know, he's paid his debt. He's ready to move on. But I would also like give people the benefit out. But it's like, but if people, you know i'm going to prejudge you based on the only thing they know about you i don't know but i can blame them that much like you can't you can't go through life spending 2 months getting to know everybody to decide what you think about them <laughs> right that just yeah, doesn't that's right. an ineffective way to go through life and it's like it's like and he could be they can be like "Why? Well, I, I hope she meets him soon because i think he's going to win her over because he is a good guy Okay, but to just be like offended, like, why she thinks just because he was in prison that he did crimes? And it was like, yeah, that's kind of what it means. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. <I>
1: mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually criminals go to prison. I mean, not all the time, but and vice versa, right? Just because you're in prison. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, right. All right. Well, since we were talking about budgets, let's well, move on to the other. Money situation oh, that wasn't too so smart yeah. and that's Brittany and Marcelino So Brittany is on the way on her way to meet her business partner Kanan and a friend of Kanan's that will hopefully help them get to the bottom of this missing money situation she so introduces Brittany to Turner who is a retired cop as prompts Brittany to pull him aside for a private conversation. Brittany is extremely freaked out about working with a cop and Kanan didn't tell her that about Turner. She's feeling very conflicted about this situation since, understandably, her relationship with police has been uh, rocky (laughs) and way worse than rocky, by the way. And this whole thing feels (laughs) a lot like snitching. Anyway, she says that she needs to get past her hangups and that um, then they really start the meeting for real. They tell Turner the situation, that Robert, um, who was the only non-felon involved in their operation, has withdrawn all the money from the account, and they think he's out there spending it on drugs. In fact, it was they only had that much money in the account because it was Robert's suggestion that they keep a large bank account to, so they could convince people to give them leases and loans. Turner asked them, you know, for the thing that they should have but don't, the contract. They explained they don't have a contract because Robert is the only non-felon. This is, I think, what they were trying to get at, by the way. He was the only non felon on their team. So they wanted to, they didn't want him having a contract with a bunch of, you know, convicted felons to negatively impact things he was trying to do for the business. Again, getting leases and loans and things like that. Plus, he worked for the government in the Pentagon. So they thought he could, he was, a uh, trustworthy. But, you know, ever the cop, Turner immediately was like, yeah, I don't think he worked for the Pentagon. <laughs> Did they ever show you an idea or anything? <laughs> And he asked, you know, uh, Brittany says she's learning a lesson here. Obviously, she doesn't want to judge people based on their past because she, because she doesn't want to get judged based on her past. But she does need to take necessary steps to protect herself. So, Turner moves on to the backup of the written contract, a verbal agreement. The, it, he said it could be a case to prosecute for embezzlement if they can prove that there were expectations about the relationship, um, especially on his holding this account, and they can provide the receipts. He says the next step is to have everyone that had money in the account go to the police and file a report so that all those reports can get passed on to a detective who will do the investigation. Brittany leaves then and she's feeling worse than she walked in because they still don't have really – they're still not really any closer to getting the money and now she feels like an idiot. Outside, they discuss telling Marcelino about the whole thing and Brittany says at this point, if she doesn't tell him, then it's essentially a lie. All right. So I don't know, like, Yeah, there's a lot going on here. So, um,
1: yeah, it made me wonder, is this guy a con artist?
0: Is this Robert guy? You know,
1: maybe he was. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was never a drug addict, but he was just saying that because, you know, I could see if you're trying to open a rehab facility. I mean, even in the meeting that we saw with him in Mm -hmm. it, he was trying to like make it seem like, oh, you know, I I know exactly how it's been. I was a recovering, you know, addict and, you know, all this other stuff.
0: Yeah. And it does seem like it does seem. Like every time the cop asked the question, they were like, mm-hmm. well, Robert said we shouldn't do that. It's like uh, every yeah. time he had something. Well, did you do this? And they're like, well, Robert said we shouldn't. It's like, oh, right. OK.
1: So that made me question if Robert was even a drug addict at all.
0: I don't know that they have proof of that you know, either. Because I feel yep. like.
1: Right. Because I don't even know if drug addicts. I feel like drug addicts, they act impulsively. Because they're trying to get a fix or they're high. And so it seems really premeditative mm-hmm. for him to trying to get all this money in their right. account. Right. You know, and so to me, that doesn't read drug addict. It more so reads con artist. Yes,
0: it's not like, yes, if if, if if the guy is like, oh, man, I just I need to have a fix today. You don't mm-hmm. undertake a month's long Process of getting a bunch of money into a bank account so you can take it right, at the end. Right. Like it's it's. I need to knock off. I need to knock over this liquor store or something like that. Right.
1: Yeah. And it, yeah. so
0: I agree with you. I mean, because that was the other thing too. He said he worked for the Pentagon, and the Turner was like, "Did he though? Did you have proof of Are that? You sure.
1: So did they have?
0: You're <laughs> did right. Did they have proof he was it? a drug addict, or is this kind of or he's the yeah. a con artist? And this is his MO. I'm going to go to. I'm going to try to find felons and take advantage of them because they can't mm-hmm. get a bank account. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad preying on the innocent. Right.
0: Well, and especially this one, especially like the people who are here just working their butts off, trying to get themselves turned around and you're just going to steal their money. Yes. Oh. That's, that's, that's yeah, super yeah, But it, it
1: is kind of sad. It's very sad because, you know, there is like a more vulnerable population because – you know, people just either don't believe them mm-hmm. or, you know, like or they're or they're in a position where they wouldn't go to the yeah. police because they don't want to have that interaction. Yeah, I them. mean,
0: we, we, we've seen over and over again, we've seen a lot of people on this show who just don't want to get the police involved because they're like, anytime the police have yeah. been involved, it's been terrible for me. I don't want the police anywhere near me.
1: Yeah, Brittany's hesitation with even talking to this guy. Yeah. And he's not even like a current cop. Like, he was a retired right. cop. So, it's like this does seem like the perfect target for a con man. You know, it's like, okay, let's, let's con the ex-felons because who's going to believe them, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, I was the one who did something wrong when I don't have a record. Right. And, you know, all this other stuff. So, yeah. Oof. I really hope that it works out for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm pushing I also them. hope that Marcelino doesn't get, like, too, like, not bene- – I hope he sees it as her being victimized right. as a, by a crime yes. and not, like, her – well, you were just dumb and lost my money. You know? Our money, but whatever.
1: Crossing my fingers that he'll have better sense than yeah. that. All right, uh, let's talk about John and Christiana. So Christiana is still feeling a kind of way about her sister Tara being at the house and flirting with John while she was away. She says it's going to take some time for her to get that out of her head. And John tries to be understanding since he feels like he made a mistake. John says he's deeply in love with Christiana and he just wants to make it work. His His daughter Sarah stops by to catch up. And she seems skeptical that her dad really loves Christiana, especially because she believes that flirting leads to cheating. So why would he do that with Tara? John has a surprise for Christiana, and it's not all the decals of Bonnie and Clyde, like, just all over every side of the van. (laughs) Although it is somewhat related. John has arranged for a photo shoot where they both dress up as Bonnie and Clyde. Christiana doesn't seem to be so impressed with this idea, especially with the idea of having to wear a hat. During the photo shoot, John re and tells Christiana that he wants her to have the wedding of her dreams. All right. So we've seen a lot of, like, hesitation from Christiana. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, she didn't seem especially affectionate or, you know, like, that into him. No. Do you think that Christiana will leave him?
0: I, yeah, I do. I, it, it doesn't seem like she's happy here. And I don't I don't mm-hmm. see how he's going to make her happy because every attempt he makes to make her happy is not met well. This whole photo shoot did, went over like a lead balloon, right? It was oh, – she was yeah. not excited about it. Um, but just the same MO he did that and he literally did it like he's like, well, I wanted to make up for this wedding that I had that, you know, where it was really important right. to me. But I kind of sprung on you and didn't mean much to you. He admits that and he's going to make up for it by doing yeah. another thing she had no hand in planning and just surprising sure. her with it. Like, I was
1: thinking the same thing. You did the same thing. thing. Yeah. Like, I Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's like, is she on board with this Bonnie and Clyde thing? Because I feel like you're the one who's 100% pushing this. I doubt Christiana was like, ooh, let's get some decals for the cars. Like. Every single car we have for all three sides that would ever be visible to anyone. I I doubt she's the one who's, like, pushing this whole Bonnie and Clyde thing. And we've talked
0: about this before, too. Like, it's a terrible – it's not – I don't understand who was – Oh, yeah. And I just – I had to just look it up. Do you know how long Bonnie and Clyde, like, were together?
1: Wasn't it, like, three days No, they were together for two years.
0: (laughs) All together. They were together for two years before they, you know, got murdered by the feds. But – Sure. But yeah, it's not so it's not like a big, long lifetime love story. It's very much one of those like, oh, we
1: their crime <laughs> spree was like a few days. No, right? it was actually That's I looked it was it 21 ended. months,
0: 21 oh, months. Really? They started shortly okay. after they got together. Um, But and they were only really they're only famous because a the car they toured the car around everywhere and B because yeah. they took a bunch of pictures of themselves. And so like like posing and playing around with the guns and stuff. Like, and those ended up in newspapers.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Like, so it.
1: Thankfully, there was no guns in that photo yeah, shoot. Yeah,
0: but the thing was, too, if you didn't tell me they were trying to be Bonnie and Clyde in those photos, I would not think oh, they were yeah. trying to be Bonnie and Clyde in those photos.
1: I was confused by the outfits. Like, I mean, it's generic. I don't know. Wasn't he wearing cowboy boots? It was.
0: Well, he always wears cowboy boots, but he had a pinstripe suit on and a fedora. Like it was just generic yeah, gangster, like generic twenties gangster thing, which is weird because they didn't do anything until the thirties. And like she was wearing a vest and like a a flapper hat, I guess. Like it was yeah. it was I weird. It was I wouldn't have recognized it if you didn't choice. tell me. And then he did that weird proposal, and they were like, "Tell her she's beautiful," and he's like, "You are really beautiful, baby." And it just doesn't go over well. Like nothing he does no, goes no. over well. But, like, oh man, I want to go back to the part because it really bothered me when he was talking to his kid. Well, what,
1: <laughs> Sarah? Yeah. I thought it was really cute that he said, "Oh, you know, finally got her out of the house. She's off to college." I was like, "Oh, good for He's you."
0: A, he says, "Finally, she's eighteen. That's when you're supposed to go to college." Like, it's not
1: a, yeah, but yeah, but he has a bazillion kids, so it's like the more the he, more can he can get out, out the, the, better. Better. the better. That's that's that's
0: true. Yeah. That's true. But like, a, I don't get confiding all this information with her, right? And B, he's doing that mm. same thing. He was like, he he said, you know, he's trying to fix the card. And he's like, who well, are you giving me advice? You got any pearls of wisdom for me? It's like, stop being a jerk, man. It's your baby, would be a jerk. But <laughs> then also he says like, well, your mom, I didn't get along with her, but I had a problem with her at five minutes and we were together for 20 years. It was like, yeah, but you still got divorced, like you still were not yeah. together anymore. Like, that's not a good sign that you fight starting at five minutes with all of your wives.
1: (laughs) Right. Can we talk about Christiana's eyebrows? Oh, yes, of course you want to talk about Christiana's In the interview, specifically. (laughs) So, in the interview, she had them, like, completely penciled in. Almost like she had no eyebrows at all and just decided, I'm going to pencil in my eyebrows. It looked like she shaved
0: them off and was just going to draw them on the pencil. Yes. Yes.
1: And just say, hey, I'm going to – could she at least made an effort to make them like even? I swear she had this weird like, you know, high brow like curve drawn into her eyebrow. So she like could have just had a regular resting face, and she had a weird quizzical eyebrow one, that's going one on. One was higher like,
0: than the other one, like significantly. Oh god, it was. It looked it was like so she was
1: bad. Hmm?
0: Like. I wonder. Yes.
1: I was just like, what is going
0: on? Please, right. It doesn't, can we just, it doesn't work for her face shape to have like those super no. skinny, super angular eyebrows that she was drawing on.
1: They have like stencils. Like, please just, you know, if you're going to draw them in, get a stencil or something. Would,
0: yeah. I would, I would assume they had stencils. I've never drawn on an eyebrow, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> but yes.
1: Yeah. I No. And I get That just anything having to do with makeup, it is difficult to get things to look even, especially because, you know, our faces in general aren't perfectly symmetric. So even me, like, eyeliner is like a new challenge every day, you know? It's like trying to get one eye to look the same as the other. I get that. But it was like there was no attempt at all to make them look even. The other thing
0: about that is they do this. This is one of those situations where production just leaves people out to dry because nobody else – if they're doing an, uh, a, you know, an interview to a camera, doesn't have the production crew do their makeup.
1: Yeah. They're, they
0: make them yeah. do their own makeup for it. And so it's always like – and they always try to – and they, they know that because they know the people are going to try to do extra makeup. I want to look extra good. And so they usually tend to go way overboard on the interviews.
1: OK. But you have eyes. Can't you see that they're uneven? And your husband is there in the interview with you. I would – Like, and I get that it's like sometimes guys feel like, oh, I shouldn't be like critical of like my partner's you know, looks. But it's like, please do your partner a favor and tell them. Like,
0: are my eyebrows the same shape? (laughs) Like, then I can tell you. But it was like, how do I look? I'm not going to. Yeah, that's not going to.
1: Okay. Would you let your girlfriend walk out with eyebrows like that? Real talk, I, I, I don't know
0: that I would have a girlfriend with eyebrows like that like that the kind of person who draws <laughs> those eyebrows okay
1: but let's say for some reason she had to like pencil in her eyebrows maybe she like got early onset alopecia or something and all of a sudden she has no eyebrows
0: I okay? yeah. and that
1: was just like I would I and she started pencilling them in and they were very crooked.
0: They would have to be exceptionally bad. Uh, They're Christiana
1: crooked.
0: But But you would have to tell me to look because I, you know this, we've talked about this before. I don't look people in the face all that often. So you might. You might have purple eyebrows for all I know, and I didn't look at them because I didn't actually look at you in the face. And we're walking out the door. Okay, let's
1: say you noticed, you noticed that she had, I feel like you're just trying to get out of this question. You noticed that she had crazy Christiana crooked eyebrows. Would you say something? I would
0: probably. Your
1: girl's going out in public like this.
0: But but I don't know how. That's the issue is I don't know what to say because you don't know what's going to be taken. But you would. I would want to. I have to work out how. Okay. Yes. Because they can't be like, your eyebrows look like trash. Like, that's not going to work, right?
1: Well, I can tell you right now, that's not how you would say it. That's <laughs> not how I would say it. No,
0: not even a little, not even a little bit. No. I think maybe. No. Um, did you rush your eyebrows? I don't know. I don't even know how I'd say it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> did you do something new with your eyebrows? <laughs> okay. You like it? Uh, I feel like, you know, they could be more even. <laughs>
0: But I'm going for- I
1: mean, that's just a mathematical fact, right? Yes. <laughs> you can't argue with math. I'm going for like n-
0: Natty Bow guy with one eye just, mm, looking at me. <laughs> oh, that makes sense to people of Baltimore, but not anybody else. Okay. So moving on. Mm. I have Amber and Puppy. Well, really just Amber, but we'll see. So Amber is sitting around in her place trying to get a hold of Puppy, who she hasn't heard from very much recently or really at all since they had their falling out. She has no idea what puppy is up to or where she is. So she goes to knock on puppy mom, puppy's mom, Kathy's door. Kathy hasn't seen puppy in like two weeks or so. And she isn't. So she isn't much help, but she sits down to talk to Amber for a bit anyway. Kathy says that puppy and Amber's falling out really hurt her um, because it hurt puppy. And that Kathy was pretty upset about it for a while. But at the end of the day, she cares for Amber too, like a daughter. And as of now, Puppy is in violation of her parole because she's been out of, she's paroled to Kathy's house and Kathy even called the local jails to look for her. But either before or shortly after she left, I'm, I'm a little confused, but Puppy at some point gave Kathy an address. So Amber's plan is to go to the address, but you know, she's scared of what kind of situations she might find there, especially if Puppy has started using again. So Amber comes back to home to talk things over with Queen, her roommate and her old friend from prison. She runs the plan of rolling up to the house, but Queen reminds her that they're on paper, which is what she calls probation, and it's not going to be good for them to walk into a situation where trouble might find them. So Queen looks up the address of a house on Google Street View, and they're both surprised to find that the neighborhood actually looks pretty decent, as in no brooded houses, no broken streetlights, things like that. So they decide to go check it out. They pull up to the house, which looks fine. Again, their definition of fine is no dog guard dogs or security cameras, which I gather not like a, a bad house, but what you would expect to find in a house that had a lot of drugs and money in it. People got to protect themselves. But both Amber and Queen say, you know, it doesn't mean it's not a drug house, basically, because sometimes the guard dogs and the security cameras tip off the police. So while they stake out the place, Queen asks about how things are going with Sammy, Amber's boyfriend, who last night got some brownie points with by giving her a cheesy romantic card. But Queen doesn't trust him either. So soon enough, Amber gets tired of waiting and goes to knock on the door. So she knocks on the door and we see the door open. But, well, we're initially left hanging as to who opens it, but they give it away in the preview for next week. I hated that. I, like, watched it. I was like, oh, they're gonna leave us for next week. I can ask I can ask Miss H who do you think's gonna be behind the door? And like immediately on the commercial, it was like Puppy standing behind the door. And I was like, Oh damn it. <laughs> so I mean, at least they gave us the fact that, that puppy is okay. So yeah. I mean what
1: at least they know where they know she where is. She's
0: not dead is because yeah. they were legit worried she was okay, dead. Yes. Like yes. And so yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you what do you think this house is? Do you think it's what they think it is or something else? What is going on? I
1: don't know. It's really hard to say. Uh, maybe it's just puppy's party friends and she just doesn't want to not be partying, which I guess kind of would make it a drug house. I think when they are talking about a drug house, they more so like mean like, yes, yeah. yes, like. Drug dealing yes, yes, or distributing, yes, yeah. whatever. So I don't think it's that, but it just could be a party house. Yeah, so maybe that's what she's in for, but yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if it's super fair for puppy's mom, Kathy, to be mad at Amber. Right. Especially given that puppy is, like, in the situation. Like, it's a... You know, as Amber saw it, like self-preservation, you know, like she's trying to stay out of prison and associating with Puppy when Puppy's kind of going down this road, you know, it's best for Amber.
0: Right, right. I mean, I, I guess I just, she kind of thought as Amber was supposed to be the one that Puppy would lean on to, you know, stay on the street and narrow. And then Amber was like, no, it can't do that because – and it's understandable because if Puppy's leaning on her, she could fall over too, right? And that's, yeah. that's yeah. kind of what she was getting at. But it was like – it's like it wasn't supposed to be that way, right? And 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 also the idea of that and I think the bigger sin here is just the idea that mm-hmm. Amber was was Amber leading Puppy on, right?
1: Yes. And so I think Kathy's mom almost could blame Amber mm-hmm. for Puppy kind of you know being in the place that she is because you know, she probably thinks, well, if Amber was just gonna be in a committed relationship with Puppy, this wouldn't have right. happened. And, you know, puppy would have been happy and it would have been fine. But I don't think that's super fair either. You can't like get mad at someone because they don't want to be with your child.
0: Well, I mean, apparently you can, but it's not a good idea. Yeah, it's like it's taking their agency away from them. You were supposed to save my child. And it's like, I don't that's not how it works. You can't make other people do that. Especially because, like, right. I don't know, she's with somebody else. And that was always the big question from when we saw him before, especially last season, was how much, you know, how much of a leading on was it was? Because we know that they like they got drunk and slept together while after Puppy got out, right? And so that definitely made it seem yeah. like it was. But, you know, at the end of the day, Amber said she was very – she seems to think she was very adamant and very clear about where their relationship was. What their relationship wasn't, at least, if not what it was.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think she really does love Puppy as, like, a person. Mm -hmm. I think romantically it was just – I don't want to say easier that way, but it's like if you don't have any other options in prison, like, you know, what do they say? Gay for the stay. Um, You know, but I – get that amber seems to be more on the straight side when she's on the outside yeah, yeah.
0: i mean it's a, it was it's like one thing where they got drunk and like and they you know sometimes you they get yeah you know people get drunk and they end up with whoever they're with and like oh the amber puppy was the one that was there that night <laughs> you know it's not it's right. not a total like weird especially because i think when they went out and did that weren't they just hanging out with a bunch of gay guys Like wasn't everybody else there? Yes,
1: (laughs) yeah. So I forgot about that. Yeah, definitely. Who am I
0: going to hook up with tonight? Okay, guess it's this one.
1: Right, right. Um, Okay, so speaking of Sammy Queen, was like, "Mm, I don't like this guy's vibe. Like you know, and I kind of feel the same. And I'm glad that Queen said it because it's like, okay, it's not just me. Someone who actually knows her, who's met this Mm -hmm. guy. You know, because I'm going to guess that Sammy's been by the house and Queen and Amber are living together. So I was like, okay, good. Because I kind of got like weird ish vibes from the one time we saw him. But he, okay, but he did seem really into Amber. Very much
0: into Amber. But as I was like, was he too into Amber? That was kind of like the red flag for me is like, this seems, because it's everything was so. sickly you know it didn't feel like it was really coming from it didn't sound like it was really coming from him as much as it sounded from what do people say in like movies and in cards and stuff (laughs) like that's what i'll say those are the things that i'll say it just yeah i don't i don't i don't know we don't we don't know much about him but yeah i'm not i'm not totally sold on him either
1: yeah same All right, uh, let's uh, get to our King of Idiots here, Sean. (sighs) Always. Uh, Not Destiny, Sean and Sarah now. So, Sean is in Ohio to pick up Sarah. He's nervous what she will look like because he's really only seen her six-year-old mugshot. His plan is to pick her up, go to a motel or a cornfield, whatever, and have sex. He's making her a spiked smoothie to get her relaxed before said sex. The current plan is for them to get a house together, and then they'll just go from there. Sean wonders how Sarah will react to her finding out he has six kids. Sean anxiously awaits, and finally Sarah rolls up. During the commercial break, we see Sean cutting up fruit because Sarah asked for it, Just like Destiny asked for tacos. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sean is excited because Sarah is supposedly 4'11", and she told him once he has sex with her, he'll never want sex with anyone else. And now he's extra excited to get laid. Okay, so back to their meeting. Once they see each other, they hug and kiss. Sarah keeps saying she's nervous. But she says she's attracted to him because of his dark hair and dark eyes and how sweet he is. The bar seems to be pretty low as Sarah tells her about her, her exes who are all druggies or ex-cons. Sean says that this is different than Destiny because he admits there were a lot of red flags that he ignored with Destiny. He is happy that Sarah's tiny and skinny. Sarah, they're in the car and she's sipping on her strawberry banana smoothie with vodka but she's still anxious. Sarah tells us why she was in prison. It was for involuntary manslaughter because she helped someone get high on heroin and they overdosed and died. Sarah calls her mom with the phone Sean just bought her. Her mom asks if she's on speakerphone and that's when we kind of find out in an interview that Sarah has apparently lied to Sean about something he has asked her about several times and she feels like now is the time to come clean. Okay, so predict- predictions on her
0: secret. Oh, geez. It was, I, I was trying to think of what it could be, but she he asked her several times and she kept saying the answer was yes. – she said lying that the answer was no. Yes. Right?
1: Right. So that was – okay. So if you remember last week, my theory was that she has kids and her mom's taking care uh-huh. of them. But why would Sean ask her several times? Like once you tell someone that you don't have a kid, why would they ask right, again? Right, exactly. So that made exactly. me kind of feel like
0: maybe not. My guess then turns to she was talking to other guys.
1: Oh, okay, I oh, am. Yeah, well, he sense. would ask
0: that, or he would ask that repeatedly. Right? That's something he would totally would ask repeatedly, and she would totally say no.
1: Yeah. Or how about am I a trick to you?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, babe, you're not at oh, all. Oh my
0: god! Well, then stop acting like one, dude. Like, I come know. on, that's just so aggressively like. That's the only person I the only type of person I imagine where I'm like, "All right, we got together, we have like 30 minutes, let's go do it. Like, got to do it now, right away. <sighs> got to move right to the getting laid part. Well, there's a cornfield over here. Let's yeah. go do it." Like, that makes that doesn't make the relationship seem more authentic or for any any good. It makes it sound really gross. Like the stuff he was saying about yes, them was no, it definitely really is. gross.
1: Yeah, yeah, but Sean is really gross. Oh, she,
0: she said, after I had sex with her, I'd never want to have sex with anybody again. <laughs> oh, I just want to get laid now, like, dude. Come on, like it, it, that's what uh, it, 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 if anybody tells you, oh, you're gonna meet your person. What's your what your person? You know, you're gonna meet them for the first time, right? You're gonna meet somebody for the first time. What's yeah. your plan? If the First thing you say is sex. We're off on the wrong foot, right?
1: Yeah, I kind of feel that way, especially since he's never seen her before. And not to say that like if he sees her, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I don't want to have sex with you because now I saw you. But it's like – but I think it just goes to show that you don't know each other well enough to be like, hey, I want to have sex. I don't know anything about you really, because I don't even know what you right. look like.
0: Especially somebody who is so nervous about the meeting that, like, please bring me a drink, right? Yeah. I want to be like, I, 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 if she said something, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to tell you right now. We'll just put a pause on the having sex. We, we, I'm not going to pressure that. We're going to just do what you want to do. You want to go see your mom when you get our person. That's fine. Like, that's what a normal person would do, I feel like. And yeah. it's just not. It's just going to move. We're just going to move right to that. Like, because, yes, if you knew each other, and you were in a relationship and you've been apart for a long time and you come back together. Yes. Cool. Object one is having sex. Totally right. great. That's I'm, I'm yeah. on board with those, with those ones. Right? But the ones where they're just like, I haven't seen them before. Never seen them before.
1: Yeah. And I was going to say that mugshot looked nothing really like her. I mean – yeah, but I mean, to Sean's benefit in this case, because Sarah is actually way cute. She's a cute girl. Oh, totally. Girl.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, like, yeah, she's super adorable. So, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, he kind of looked out in that sense. But I just, uh, it just bothers me that, you know, he is pushing sex so hard that, you know, we saw the preview for next mm-hmm. week. And the preview is her kind of saying, like, he's not the person I thought he was. And, you know, one of the things she said about him is that, oh, he's just so sweet. Right? She said, like, oh, he's got, like, the dark looks that I Uh like and he's really sweet. And it's kind of like – If some dude came out and, like, I thought he was a sweet guy and all of a sudden he's, like, trying to have sex with me, like, 10 minutes in, uh, I would not think he was that same guy. Totally. Right? And so I kind of wonder a little bit if she's kind of thinking the same Mm -hmm. thing or if that's a reaction to her finding out he has six kids. But we all know Sean. He's going to try to get laid first before kids ever get the Oh, yeah, definitely. He's not going to bring that
0: up. I just thought it would be better if – We brought that up after we had sex, so she would be, like, in a better mood. It's like, yeah, she's going to be in a better mood after your rando dick just pounds her for for five minutes. Like, Uh, come on. (laughs) uh.
1: Yeah. So, I think his pressuring her is going to make her feel like, ooh, you're not the
0: person. He says, like, oh, but Destiny, I ignored all the red flags. And I think my immediate thought was, oh, so now it's Sarah's turn to ignore all the red flags (laughs) because – Oh that's God. the position we're in. Well,
1: okay. And that's the other thing, too. Ignored the red flags. It's like, that makes me feel like you really didn't see them. Yes. Because a smart person would not ignore the red flags if they actually saw them, right? Right.
0: right. Well, there's that idea, you know, so, yeah, that, I don't that, know. That, that that I actually kind of like, I think it was from Bojack Horseman. It was a quote. It was like, when you see the world through rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. Right? <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Like, yeah. I I thought, I thought we were having a parade. That's where I thought all the red flags were. But, like. I mean, because it, even yeah. it's, even we're not, okay, get away from him, like, being overly pushy on the sex, is, like, he gives her a phone to call her mom, who she j- is going to her house, mm-hmm. just got out of prison, and his first thing he says is, put it on speakerphone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's just a creep. He's, a, he's such a creep.
1: He is. He's such a creep. <sighs> Alright. So we actually saw all of our couples except for Stan and Lisa no, this week. We
0: missed Stan and Lisa, Deontay and Nicole, and Lacey and Shane.
1: Oh right. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh, we have a yeah. lot. Yeah, so uh we still haven't seen Deontay and Nicole at all this season. Yes. So. Which wasn't
0: surprising because they were kind of you know, I feel like we needed they needed a cool off period before we came back to him after he <laughs> yeah. after he yeah. did his little Viking funeral thing for Nicole Jr.
1: Oh, God. Gross. All right. So, who was your student of the week? Uh,
0: I'm with Amber. Just, you know, okay, c- caring about somebody. Even, you know, if that person is kind of actively – not an- actively antagonistic but been ignoring them. But, you know, caring about somebody, following through and going to get, get business taken care of. So, yeah. Decent job, Amber.
1: Yeah, sure. OK. So, my student of the week was Brittany of Brittany Marcelino. Um, I just thought she's just, she's so polite sure. and so sweet, you know, when she was just like, oh, can I just have a minute, you know, and then kind of venting all of the, her fears of meeting with uh, the ex police. So I don't know. She's just so polite. I really, really yeah, like yeah. This woman. She's very sweet. Yeah. Okay. What about I your notes?
0: John? Like, oh, I did it's too. A, it, it's just so, he's like, it's a very common guy trope thing, right? Where I know something's wrong, and I know have to how to. I know I have to do something to fix it. But what he does to fix it is what he wants.
1: Yes, <laughs> right. Yes, he just assumes that what he wants is what she yes. wants. Yeah, exactly. And,
0: and doesn't really isn't thinking about her at all, and isn't isn't thinking about how to get. He's thinking how can I make this problem go away for me? Maybe I'll just give her what I want, and then it.
1: Yeah, that's that's so true, and I think it kind of goes along with you know the guys that are just like, oh, I need to plan something for you. I need to plan something fun. So they think about, oh, what would I want? Right. And you know, not consider like their partner's interests. So yeah, definitely not yeah. considering. I'll take my girlfriend interests.
0: golfing. Like, does does your girlfriend golf?
1: <laughs> she doesn't like <laughs> golfing. Yeah, but I do. It's fine. It's like uh, the Simpsons when Homer buys Mark's exactly. bowling ball.
0: Exactly what I was thinking of. Yes.
1: yeah all right so what about your life lesson
0: if you're not comfortable or 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 i guess we got got, kind of came to it or someone tries to talk you out of getting something in writing this is a person not to do business with Mm -hmm. like if you can't don't feel like you can ask them to put something in writing or when you do ask them to put something in writing they try to talk you out of it just just run away it's bad
1: yeah That's a good one. All right. So my life lesson is directed at Brittany of Brittany and Ray. So you can't pick and choose the parts of marriage that you want. (laughs) Either you're willing to be all in or, you know, there's nothing wrong with just being with that person without marrying them.
0: Sure. I mean, this is one of those ones where I feel like I don't know how restitution would work, but I know like, you know, debts work. Like if you come Mm -hmm. into a marriage with debt, then the other person's not on the line for it. But if you it's mm-hmm. if you know you if you acquire the debt while you're married then it doesn't matter if your finances are separate in your bank accounts like yeah you are both responsible for the debt yeah so but yeah, it, yeah. It, it, you yeah. can't she just wants the she just wants the good parts she wants to have the icing
1: yeah yeah pretty much the ring and the big wedding yeah. so mm-hmm. you know i actually know someone who wasn't legally married but they actually it's funny because none of their friends really mm-hmm. know that they're not really legally married, but they... Figure it out financially that it was better for them based on their both their incomes to not be legally married. But they had the full, like, wedding, everything, all the activity. Yeah. And so, like, no one – like, very few people know that they're actually not legally married. So, it's like, why can't you just do that? There's No one's checking your marriage certificate. Right. It's <laughs> fine. Have the big wedding, whatever. But just don't be actually married. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That would be one way to do yeah, it. I
1: mean, it's an option. Yeah, because sometimes people just want the commitment. It's not even the legality of it. Yeah, I you mean, know?
0: there's definitely, and obviously, everybody would have to weigh the costs and benefits on their own. There's definitely a right, lot of things, right?
1: Because some people, it's better health insurance-wise yes, if you are yes. married. And you have you to know? be legally
0: married, but you have to provide the marriage certificate to get to right. get on my health insurance. Yes, mm-hmm. right. That mm-hmm. that's definitely a super common one that that is that, that that goes into it. And it sometimes it's easier, you know, when there's. If there's kids involved, it becomes easier to not have two separate like accounts and parents and stuff because then you have – you can't both claim the kids on your taxes and it's it's obviously different for everybody. But yeah, I mean amongst like what Brittany seems to care about or was, like, what she expressly cared about last time was what are people going to think? And I was like, well, if you have a big wedding, people are going to – they're going to think you're married.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, we will be back this time next week, and I'm kind of excited to see what's going on with Sarah and
0: I know that looks like there's some, there's some, there's some stuff yeah. going down, which is always fun.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited for it. All right. Well, we will see. All you right. All see
0: then. everybody then. Okay.
1: Bye. Okay. Bye.